We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final, and the results are not good in St. Louis as the Brewers fall 4-2 in Game 2 of this four-game set to the St. Louis Cardinals. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. I am super glad to get on the air tonight. I am really, really glad to get on the air tonight. And uh, I don't know if those of you that were tuning in to uh, CBS Sports Radio uh, in Milwaukee here, uh, listening to that was driving me crazy. It was just, it was driving me crazy. Wow. Let's talk some Brewers baseball. Let's talk some sports on a sports station. Imagine that. Let's do that. Okay, Brewers fall 4-2. I'm in one of those moods tonight, that's for sure. Uh, not overly going crazy about this loss here. I mean, this, this is a, this is a uh, loss of opportunity type of game. This is how you, you lost this game because of lost opportunities. You had a base runner in the first, two base runners in the second inning, Bases loaded, three base runners in that third inning with just one out. You then uh, skip an inning in the fourth there. You get back going in the fifth inning. Load the bases again in the fifth inning. Another base runner in the sixth inning. And then you go AWOL uh, seventh and eighth. And then you get a runner aboard. And Keston Hira does some damage with a runner aboard there. But just a little too late. Too little too late. In a four-two loss, you had every opportunity here uh, to get this uh, to get this game certainly a lot closer, and, and they did toward the end. 
maybe they get one big swing and, you know, they're off and running. So it's just a lost opportunity type game. Want to get your reaction on that? 414-799-1250. Always, always a, a, a bummer when you lose to the St. Louis Cardinals. That's that's for sure. And uh, a couple of other things. Brandon Woodruff. Now, to my knowledge, taking the baseball with you on a pitching change, um... You, we 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 talk about those unwritten rules, and since you know some follow them and some don't, some are traditional, some are just overblown a little bit. I'm not sure where that stands anymore. But Woody did clearly did not want to come out of this game tonight with uh, some ankle discomfort. He definitely showed it. Yeah, there was no question. Now, now the, uh, one, the now the ball thing, I did not know that. So that is uh, yeah. Normally, you give up the ball. You yep, give up the ball yep. to to the manager, and and then you go from there. But <clears throat> again, I don't I don't know if uh, if if that really stands true like it used to. But maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Um, but it just may lend to the uh, argument that Woody is not pleased with his manager tonight. He's he's just not. He wanted to stay in. And you, okay, you can say you err on the side of caution, but there's also a trust thing. It's an ankle. It's not an arm. Now, the arm thing, I'm all for it. You want to yank a guy because he, he throws a pitch and something's funky and you lose velocity and, you know, it's a shoulder like Freddie Peralta. It's a shoulder or it's an elbow or a forearm, biceps, triceps, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. That I get. That you may have to govern over what your player sentiment is in wanting to stay in the ball game. Now there is the argument that we are in May. It's May 27th. So you could make that argument that, Hey, why, why wouldn't you? But I also would make the argument that you don't want to piss off one of your hosses either. And I don't know if he was maybe arguing about his situation. Like he's, he's miffed about, you know, having some ankle issue or he's arguing or, or miffed at, at Craig Council. What did it – it seemed like it was the decision to bring him out of the game, and that would be Craig Council. You know, maybe he was upset about the, the circumstance. I don't know. Going to be interesting to hear the fallout there. I'm sure it'll be downplayed a little bit, and, and we just move on, turn the page, and go on from there. What do you get ready for his next start, and off, off we go. But it didn't look good. We don't normally see things like this if, and I'm saying if, it is an issue that Woody had with, um, with Counts. We don't see this at all in Milwaukee under Stearns and Council. Has there ever been a Prince Fielder grabs Manny, P- uh, Manny Parra by the, by the scruff of the neck? <laughs> you know, one of those deals. You remember that, Tim? I sure do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, but there hasn't been things like that, which is a testament to this organization. Yeah, there's, there's been is. peace in the dugout. There's been peace in the dugout. Which Big is time. Good, it's it's right? been really good chemistry over the years, and you, you just don't see something like this. If indeed there was a little tiff between Council and Big Woo, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just telling you right now. I'm just reacting to the game. Just got over. As I mean, you speak, they are showing it on the on the post game show. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the, that's the issue here. I mean, we certainly want to check the status of the ankle. If there's an ankle issue, well, let's get the prognosis of that. 
Is it day-to-day? Is it an MRI coming up? We, I mean, I don't know. But then secondarily, you don't want a bad relationship between one of your guys, one of your all-star pitchers, and his manager. I'm sure, you know, in speaking countless times with both these guys, I'm, I'm convinced it, it, it'll, be, it'll be gone really, really quick. One conversation. Probably take two minutes to take care of it and say, yeah, Skip, I was, you know, pissed. I, I didn't want to come out of the game. I get where you're at here. And maybe it'll be, that's, uh, I'm assuming, if indeed uh, that's what occurred, that's what's going to happen afterwards. Seven nine nine twelve fifty four two Brewers uh, lose. Also, I threw out there on Twitter, all right, it's it's time to talk about it. And I'm not blaming Christian Yelich on any, any, of, any part of this game at all. That's not what I'm doing. Here's the deal. We're 29 and 17 here. 29, 39, 46 games. We're approaching the third mark of the season. We're approaching the third mark of another season with Christian Yelich. Are you okay with the way he's playing baseball? Are you okay with the way Christian Yelich is playing baseball? Came in hitting 244, 21 knocked in, five homers. Draws his walks. What's his OBP? Let's just get a quick check, if you could, Timmy, of his, his current on-base percentage. Because he has drawn his walks. I mean, he took a ton of pitches tonight. His first three at-bats, I think he took 20 pitches. Got a bad call in there, too. But Christian, swing the bat with the with the full count in the first. And Wong at, at first base. Swing the bat on full count. Come on, anything close. Let's go. 337. Which is... Mm, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it's for him. That's low. Two forty-one average. Two forty-one, three thirty-seven. Five homers, twenty-one knocked in. Are you guys pleased with that? I'm gonna say no. I don't see how you could say yes. Is there a chance you could say yes? I guess. If you like uh, these types of numbers through a third of another season. That's the other thing. Do we want to talk about this season or the last three, two on top of this one? So you need to, need to separate. Is he better than he has been the last couple of years? I think so. Yeah, I do. I think he's hitting the ball a little bit harder. Five homers, 21 knocked in through a third of the season. I mean, again, to be fair, it's another week plus away from a third. Let's just say he hits one more home run in the next six or seven games. He would be at a pace of 18 homers, 60 RBIs, under 250, under 340. Is that okay with you guys? I don't know. Not for me. It's it's not. Is he involved in the offense? Yeah, he is. He is, but it's pretty standard involvement. It's as involved as Mike Brasso if you <laughs> prorate things out offensively. I mean, I expect more out of Christian Yelich, and I think that's fair, too. I think it is fair to to expect a little bit more. So your thoughts on this game, your thoughts on a potential, mm, let's find out, sort of situation with Woody and Council, and then your thoughts on Christian Yelich, because it's a good time to have this conversation, because, um, you know, not, nothing major happened in this game. It was just missed opportunities in this game. That's it. That's what it was. A ton of base runners. You were right there. Guys, you were right there. Easily could have won this game. 
easily could have ran away with this win. Let's face it. 414-799-1250. Your pitching only gave up four runs. I mean, I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that. You're going to be in every game. And were they in this game? I guess toward the end. I guess they were with the Keston Hira home run. Let's start things out with Nate. Nate, you're on the fan. Happy Friday night to you. Uh, yeah, what's up, Tim? Um, yeah, this is one of those irritating losses um, because, like you said, it was opportunity after opportunity to um, score runs, and then they had back-to-back innings with the bases loaded. If you just come up with a hit, um, that that could that and that could change the the whole swing of the game. You know, uh, Hudson was just walking guys and just putting guys on base, daring you. He, he basically was saying, just hit the ball, just get on base and hit the ball. And they could not hit the ball. They could not uh, capitalize with runners in scoring position. It seems like the same things that we talk about in every in every loss that we, um, that we talk about is the same thing over and over again. Um, and one thing I do want to say positive is Keston Hero needs to be in the lineup. Uh, I don't know how you need to get him in the lineup. Well, you That's saw it what... tonight, though, Nate. This is, this is how you get him in the lineup. Andrew McCutcheon's got to play the outfield in order for Keston Hero to get regular ABs as the DH because that keeps Colton Wong in. That keeps Rowdy Telez in. That keeps Tyrone Taylor in for Lorenzo Cain. McCutcheon plays the other outfield spot, and then Keston's your DH. It's the only configuration that works to get everybody in in one game, and they did it tonight. Yep, and then that's what Craig used to do because he's the only one that that scored some runs today, and you got to you got to let him build off of a off of a game like this. He. I think he was on a, on base uh, one other time or a couple other times, and then he hit that big home run in the ninth. You got to let him build on this, um, and so you got to keep, keep put him in the lineup tomorrow. But they just need to they just need to capitalize with runners in scoring position because, like we have talked about time and time again, if you can just get to get to your guys in the seventh, eighth, or ninth, it's almost it's almost as good as a done deal. You just got to get get there, you know. Mm-hmm. And that Luis Perdomo kid, he's amazing. Yeah, um, he is. Coming in, <laughs> coming in cold and just just throwing heat, you know, just striking out guys and getting those big outs. So yeah. So what do you think of Yelich? Are you real quick, Nate? Are you uh, are you okay with the way Christian Yelich is playing this season? Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, if it's a yes or no. No, um, like I said earlier in the year, I think before before like the season started or whatever, uh, we need we need close to MVP Yelich or he needs to be hitting he needs to be getting on base um, and scoring runs, you know, um, and driving in guys. But if he's not if he's not he 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 had a little stretch where he was doing it, but then he he fell back into not being aggressive at the plate watching. Watching too many pitches, he's better when he's aggressive and he's swinging. Yep. He's swinging at balls in the zone. No, I I agree with you. I I think he's much better aggressive. All right, thanks for the call. Full count with a man on, one out in the first inning. But go to go to ripping anything close, Christian. Take over, man. 
And again, was it a bad call on the strikeout looking? Probably. But close enough to where it was low. You're probably not going to do much damage with that pitch. But Hudson's a little bit of a ground ball guy. So you would expect the ball down there a little bit. If you're going down digging, that's probably maybe you do barrel it out. I'm not saying he's looking for a walk every time up, but man, he's taking a lot of pitches. And you, you could say he's working a count a little little bit. And that's never a, a bad thing. I guess most times it's not a bad thing. But as Nate just said, he's, he appears to be better when he's aggressive. Let's go. Let's take over in that first inning. Take a, take a gamble there. I, I doubt it was a hit and run. If that was a hit and run, the strike him out, throw him out double play that ended this first inning tonight, if that were a hit and run, then Kristen clearly missed, uh, Kristen or Colton Wong missed a sign. Colton Wong may have read it that, yeah, it's go time, and it wasn't the sign. Kristen Yelich may have missed the, we got a hit and run here, it's go time. So he may have missed it. So I, I don't know in that situation. I doubt it was a, a hit and run call right there. But you got to swing the bat. That's what I was yelling in this game. At, the, at that time, I was raising my voice at uh, pretty high decibels. Christian, swing the effing bat. That's what I was yelling. Uh, 799-1250. Mike, you're next. Uh, Brewers fall 4-2 in game two here. What's going on? Hey, Tim. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm disappointed, of course. Um, I'm at uh, home run by... Uh... The guy who's hot as heck. Um, I can't think of his name. Goldsmith. Uh, yeah. Um, wasn't that an 0-2 pitch? It was a two-strike pitch, I believe. Yeah, the two, he had two strikes. I, I just am wondering once in a while why they're pitching to that guy. But I guess maybe it's early. But one of the times uh, the Brewers had bases loaded, I was just thinking, I, I forget the inning, but was there ever a time you thought they should have bunted? No, um, I, I I don't think so. No, yeah, you're talking about the. Don't get rid of me, so okay. Yeah, not not tonight. I I didn't see that. Um, I I didn't think it was like, hey, this would be a big uh, ambush and surprise, lay one down. I mean, you got McCutcheon up up there in the third inning, bases loaded with one out. Let's let's get a ball in play. Hopefully, it finds a hole or hell, one swing of the bat. You take you take a four zip lead. Um. And, and who knows what happens from there? Okay, I wanted to say this about, you know, every, the last three years, we've been close. We've been short on certain things we needed. But this year feels really good because of this. Um, and then I'm just thinking to myself, I wanted to say this two nights ago, and I want to say it last night, but I forgot. This year, the Brewers, you know, uh, the first couple of times we got close, you know, in the, deep in the playoffs, they were making fun of council for uh, for doing like a bullpen, you know, bullpen right. game and right. that. But now he's got the choices. And uh, I think it was two nights ago on uh, twelve fifty before you guys uh, came on the air. They were talking, and that's a national program. They were meeting, and they said the Brewers have the best pitching staff in the league. But what I wanted to say is now we've got the players and the pitching staff, that we have choices, that the coaching staff has choices that uh, 
you know, things are looking good. As yeah. long as we don't get too many injuries, and sure enough, now uh, Woodruff goes down also. But um, that's what I wanted to say. And, uh, okay. It's yeah. I, all right. Thank, thank you, Mike. Uh, yeah, this pi- this this pitching staff is is rock solid. They are even without Freddie, they're still rock solid. They're deep. They're good. This this is the way you're going to lose games. Much the same as as you're going to win games two to one, four four to three, like yesterday. Two to one the day before. Four to one the day before that, and then a three two loss before that. This is the way you're going to win and lose. All season long, those outlier games, you know, again, guys, those th- those are going to happen. Every single team is going to have those nine to one, eight to one, eight to two, ten to two. Just so so long as it's not like a twenty to five, like like the Cubs lost the other day. That was that was kind of interesting. I like that. I, I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> always. Did you always? Yeah. I, I really I really like that. But uh, Cincinnati did it the. What, what, what the Reds way? Yeah, they they did <laughs> right. They did the Reds way. Yeah, and the and the Cardinal way tonight. I, I, I listened. Mean, I listened last night, so I enjoyed. Oh that. yeah, I okay. enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, and and the the Cardinals did it. You know, this again four runs is it's not fourteen guys. You had every opportunity to win this game. This is just one of those games. Now it's it, it's stinks losing to the Cardinals. Now I understand that. But if you're just looking at the opponent, which is nameless, and you lose a 4-2 game like this, and you had all those base runners, that's nothing to, to cry a river about. It's really not, guys. It's not. This is going to be one of those games. And quite frankly, with Woody's short start, Perdomo stepping in, Brent Suter stepping in, you get these guys filling up racks here, uh, another four innings giving up two runs. You know, out of your bullpen. And they're not even your main guys. That's it's not such a horrible loss. It sucks that it's that it's the St. Louis Cardinals. I understand that. And that part of it hurts. But in just just in terms of the loss, you had every opportunity to break this game open a little bit. And and things totally look different. They get one one gapper. Things look different. Again, one out in the first, empty, double play there. You know, there should have been a bunch more left on base, but you had a double play there, which cleaned the bases up. You had a double play, which minimized the left on base minus one in the third. But you had one on in the first, two on in the second, three on in the third, three on in the fifth, one on in the sixth. And then, of course, you had the uh, base hit by Taylor in the ninth and the home run by Keston Hira. So, I mean, it's you're right there. It's just I, I don't want to. Say that this loss doesn't hurt a little bit, but it's not the end of the world here. It really isn't. And I get grief, Timmy, every time I minimize a, a loss like this, especially against the Cubs or Cardinals, I do get a little grief. They, they got, well, you should be fuming mad. It's going to happen. We're not going to go, what, we played the, them both 19 times, so a little quick math, 40, yeah. 36, whatever. We're not going to go 36-0 and 0 against them. No, no, no. No, it's, it's, it's just not going to happen. 799-1250. Also, uh, if you want to chime in on Christian Yelich, are you okay with the way he's playing these days? I don't think it's horrendous. I don't. I don't think he's a bad baseball player. I don't think he's playing bad baseball. 
from a baseball definition standpoint. He's not playing bad baseball. He's drawing some walks, getting a few base hits. But 241 batting average, okay. You may minimize the strength of a batting average. That's today's baseball, apparently. I don't think so, but a lot do. 337 on base percentage. That's okay. I mean, that's not horrible. Five homers. You prorate that out. It's about 18, 19 on the season. That's not bad. Then Again, this is a baseball definition standpoint. That's not too bad. That's a pretty nice season. 18, 19 homers. You knock in, well, let's add a couple. Knock in 70. Not too bad. 19 homers, 70 knocked in. That's not too bad. That's one of those players that creates a stacked lineup. So I guess you could use a positive in that regard. When you put it next to guys that are hitting 33 homers and guys that may hit 36 and knock in 102, that, that those Christian Yelich numbers are pretty good, don't you think? They're okay. They're okay. Is it okay. worth the money that he's getting paid? Though? Oh, now we now. get to it, Timmy. <laughs> That's the biggest question, Mark, because – of expectations, when you pay a guy like they do Christian Yelich, it's okay to expect more out of him. You get what you pay for, normally. Now, if you equate that into the conversation, then we have a whole different can being opened right there. 414-799-1250. The Brewers lose game two of this four-game set, series tied at a game apiece. Uh, It's a uh, four-to-two loss. Keston Hira. There's another guy. You heard one of our callers say, how can we get him in there every single day? Well, you saw it tonight. This is the configuration of how you play uh, Keston in there every every day. And he, it pays off. He's been having a better season, that's for sure. We'll talk more after the break. Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street, No Creek, right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Four-two Brewers fall tonight. The series even at a game apiece, and that just brings up a huge game tomorrow, now, doesn't it? <laughs> this is what you like. They're all huge. About a baseball season, it's uh, you're not going to win every game. I I get that, and it does hurt a little bit. But missed opportunities for the crew. We're going to get to uh, Craig Council in just a second. If you guys want to jump in here. Uh, of course, uh, you're always invited, 414-799-1250. Uh, first inning, uh, neither team scored in that first. Brewers did have a chance, a leadoff base hit from Colton Wong, starting to swing the bat a little bit better. After uh, Urias uh, flyout, Christian Yelich gets caught looking there on a full count. Wong was on the move on the play, and it's a strike him out, throw him out, double play. Now, again, if you missed the first uh, segment of the show. Swing the bat, Christian. Swing the bat right there. A little too close to call. I think it was low, but it was a little too close to uh, take right there. And I don't believe it was a called hit and run. It was just Colton got a good jump. Velty could go, and he was moving on the pitch, and that's that. But you got to swing the bat there, Christian Yelich. Um, and again, if, for those of you measuring the success or failure of Christian Yelich, it's, it's a play like that that if you incorporate the money he's paid, then you don't like it. If you're incorporating just, hey, that's baseball type of thing, eh, you're a little bit better uh, for it. Maybe he does get the call, and it, now the Brewers are in business, two on with just one out, and their cleanup hitter up, but that wasn't the case here. Uh, but uh, that double play, one of two big double plays in this game. Uh, Woody puts up a zero, a couple of quick outs, including a strikeout to Goldschmidt in that first inning. Now he gets the first two outs on seven pitches. Uh, there was a nice catch by uh, Jace Peterson on a foul pop-up as well. Gets up on Arenado 0-2. I think this, you know, th- these are the type of things that Woody needs to avoid. Like, like I said, seven pitches. He gets the first two outs. He's up 0-2 on Arenado, and then he ends up losing them. And throws additional pitches and gets holes. But, you know, um, he could have got out of that inning with 10-ish. Instead, it was 19 pitches in that first inning. Brewers, two out base runners in their half of the second inning. Base hits by Tyrone Taylor, one of two. Uh, and uh, Omar Narvaez, one of two as well. But Keston hits a little bit of a, a hard contact line out to center field. Now, there was a chance right there, avoided, 
Um, three fly ball outs for Woody in the bottom of the second inning. Holds it right there into the third inning. Even more base runners for the crew in that third inning. Leadoff walk by Jace Peterson. After a long strikeout, base hit by Louie. Walk to Christian Yelich to load him up with one out for Andrew McCutcheon. Takes it full count after fouling off a couple of full count pitches. Ouch. Hits into a double play to end the frame right there. An eight pitch at bat. That loomed large because the momentum swung over toward the Cardinals. Infield single from Harrison Bader. He steals second within the inning. And with two outs, Goldschmidt punishes the Brewers again. A two-run home run into the fourth inning. Brewers, uh, a rare 1-2-3 inning for the Brewers offense early on in that fourth inning. 1-2-3 in the bottom half. A couple of uh, punch-outs as well. Into the fifth inning, just two zip right there. More base runners for the Brewers. Lead-off walk by Keston Hira after a Jace strikeout. Base hit by Colton Wong. On the first pitch, then, Luis Urias pops it up. Shallow fly for the second out. Two-on-two two out for Christian Yelich. Um, he falls down 0-1. Then here's where the umpire misses a call. And, you know, you, it goes to 0-2 at that point. It should have been 1-2. It goes to 1-2, then a foul ball. Then takes a down-and-in slider, 2-2 two, two count. Missed inside, goes full on him. for. Uh, he takes a ball, and then he works the walk. Base is loaded. Two outs for Andrew McCutcheon again. Marmel goes to his pen. That's it for Dakota Hudson, and McCutcheon grounds out. Mm, off Verhagen to Strand. Three more, what, eight or so uh, left on base. I think... Uh, unofficially you know the double play knocked down a couple of left on bases but uh warming up for the bottom of the fifth inning Woody apparently has some ankle discomfort right there it seemed to be a little disagreement on the mound uh between him and council Luis Perdomo very quickly gets a couple of ground balls and a line out on seven pitches to get through the fifth inning into the sixth that two zip another base runner for the Brewers Omar, a two-out base hit, his second on the night. Um, and then there's a bad call uh, in uh, in a sequence uh, later on in that inning. Perdomo, two-out self-inflicted trouble, a two-run error by Luis Perdomo. Uh, but it didn't lead to anything. He had to face Pujols, got him to pop it up. Two-zip into the seventh inning. Come on, get some base runners here. Nope. They go one, two, three in the seventh. Brent Suter in for the bottom half. It just takes two batters for him to give up his first run, base hit, and then a triple. And one out later uh, gives up another run on an infield ground ball, fielder's choice. Then another base hit, runners at the corners with two in and just one out. Then a stolen base. Things uh, might have gotten real ugly, but he gets a line out to double play to end that inning. Holds it right there. But damage was done off Suter. A couple of runs uh, for Zip. Brewers 1-2-3 in the eighth inning. Suter, a scoreless bottom half. And that's when the Brewers get on the board. Uh, Tyrone Taylor, a leadoff base hit. One out later, it was Keston Hira. And Hira gets into one to straightaway center. Back is Bader on the warning track. And Hira has gone deep. A two-run shot for Keston Hira. 
Yeah, that that put them within two right there, but that's where the final score stood, four to two, and the Brewers fall here in game two of this four game set. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Get a couple of calls in here before we uh, we get to Craig Council. A uh, couple of things on the table. Uh, one of which is Christian Yelich, and it, are you okay with the way he's playing baseball this year? From a baseball standpoint, it's not horrible. It's not, guys. Really not. If you just you just judge him on what he's doing, but if you judge him on the expectations that we all have for Christian Yelich, including that organization, I don't know how the answer can be yes. I don't think anyone's going to be offended by this, but the expectations of of what Christian Yelich is doing, um. That they're just they're just low right now. We do we do expect more out of him. Matt, what's on your mind? Welcome to the fan. Hey, I'm a huge Yelly fan, like everyone else that's listening. But uh, baseball wise, yeah, he's not living up to it. We signed him on a big year, and uh, I mean, if we try to get rid of him, he can defer till. We've been deferring his contract. He can get paid till he's a Bobby Bonilla. He'll get paid till 2042 in his contract. Uh, so, I mean, for me, I think, uh, like, I think of Andrew being a Kenny, I think it is pronounced. Ben attendee. In the Royals. Yeah. Like, that's a, a potential trade thing. I'd hate to see it. I love Yelich. He's great for the community. He's an awesome guy, an awesome player. But, honestly, since his back injury, he has not lived up to his contract at all. Well, I mean, back or knee, some would say the knee injury, but either, yeah, both of them. I, I think it's more so the back. His swing has completely changed since that back injury, kind of like a Braun thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to be paying him till. I mean, you can look at his contract, and it says straight out till 2042 he can get paid. Well, I don't, I, man, I don't Brewers. think anyone's talking about getting rid of him. Uh, is that what you're kind of leaning toward? I don't know. I mean, uh, I I don't want to, but I would love to have uh, BN10 too. just trade for him straight up. Get him <laughs> in the outfield and give him some DH time. Okay. All I've right. Re- I've, re- I've read some articles about that. The Brewers are, are looking at him. Hard for well, Lord. yeah, they they might be, but I don't think it's straight up for Christian Yelich. Uh-huh. No, 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 I'm not saying right. that. But you saying, would. Uh, I I would. I I don't think he's going to increase output. I mean, okay, it, yeah, it, his it, output is it, his his output is not. It, it's not horrible. It's really not, and and that's where the tug of war is. Matt, thanks for the call. Mine is that, for the dollar sign. The, the, oh, exactly. Exactly. When you incorporate that in, the answer to the question of are you okay with the way Christian Yelich is playing baseball has to be no. If, if Certainly if you put the, uh, if the dollar signs are, are in the equation. Matt, thanks for the call. No, I get it. There's, you know, we expect more out of him. But, uh, again, don't, don't mistake what I'm saying. He's not playing bad baseball. You know, he's, not, he's not Tim Lopes. It's not even Billy McKinney. I mean, it's not guys like that. Guys, come on. It's, it's better than that. But is it what he should be doing? I, can't, I don't have the answer to what happened to him. I don't think anybody does. This, is, this isn't a recent thing. This is three years now. 
spanning three calendar years. I mean, you had the shortened 20. Uh, and then you had last year, a bummer of a season. Now you're into 2022. So really, it's if you, if you add up the numbers, 162 last year, 60 the year before, and now we're, you know, what are we at? 45, 46 games. You're looking at still less than two full seasons, regular baseball seasons. It seems like three, right? If you if you tack if you say, well, it's, there was 2020, there was 2021, now it's 2020. That's three years of, of subpar baseball for Yelich. It's really not if you add up the numbers, but still somewhat concerning. I'm not pleased with the way he's playing baseball. I'm just not. And I, I don't even equate that to the money part of it. I don't think it's bad baseball, but it's I don't think he's playing good baseball. I just don't. That's five homers. Your 23-year-old shortstop, well, your third baseman, now playing shortstop for Willie, he's got four. How many RBIs does Urias have? Timmy, take, take a quick look. Yelich is sitting there at 21 with five homers. And then Luis Urias is, I, I think, one of the up-and-coming superstars in, in, in this organization. But he's sitting there with four homers and just really good at bats. I mean, even his outs are loud. And now is Christian Yelich hitting the baseball a little bit on the harder side? Yeah, a little bit. Eight? It says eight. RBIs. Okay. He's played in like 18 games. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, eight. I mean, so, wow. I mean, you tell me, though. I mean, you might be a better barometer than me. Maybe I'm a little too tough on Yelly. Is that the case, Tim? You think I'm being a little too tough on him? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay, try I, to be nice about I, it, yeah. really. I, I do have this issue of no clutch. That's for sure. Now, if you want to incorporate a second inning RBI, go ahead, base it last night. Okay, he's clutch. All right. But I don't. I don't think that that is, the NBA. I love their their stat line, their metric clutch time. In clutch time, how do you perform? Yeah, the Christian just does does not have those clutch hits this year. A lot of people on the Twitter page, the poll, the question that you posed, uh, are saying that that he's not clutch. Some are saying yes. Some are saying no. Uh, but the clutch, I see the word clutch a lot in there. Timely hitting. Yep. Yep. Because, man, he hit some – oh, man. 18 and 19, guys, I think we were a little on the spoiled side. So we can't expect that every single year. Especially in September. Yeah, he was almost brawn-like it was in September. Every day we were expecting it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we, we can't expect that, you know, every year. But, man, once in a while, look at Keston Hira. Had a walk-off the other day. Had a ninth-inning two-run shot today. I would say that's a little on the clutch side, wouldn't you? Even though it didn't lead to a win, that's still a pretty clutch homer from from Keston Hira tonight. Definitely got him going. Yeah, got Make him up on the, the board. Rest of the team. Yeah, tying run on deck. Then you get a base runner. Who knows? I mean, that that to me is more of what Christian Yelich should be doing. We're not getting that. You want to get one more in here before it counts? Yeah, definitely. We can go to uh, Ryan. Ryan, what do you say, man? Oh, hi, Tim. Big fan of your show. Uh, that Christian Yelich, 
we got to use his abilities more because I think this is the kind of player he is now. But what do you think if you batted leadoff instead of in the number three hole? I don't want 240 and five home runs batting number three in my lineup. I hear you, and that's going to be the first move they make if this continues. That will be the movement within the lineup for sure. I'm convinced of that. Yeah, that that that's one thing. Another thing, you know, you got some guys out right now, but the guys that are replacing them, uh, um, the the the, the Keston Hura and and uh, uh, the the outfielder that's playing now, Ty- Tyrone Taylor. Are, yeah, Tyrone Taylor. Yep. These guys are doing a great job, and I don't want to see them go to the bench when when the big guns get back, you know? I don't think Tyrone Taylor's going to the bench anytime soon right now. There's no way Craig Council's taking him out of that lineup. No chance. Okay. Well, that's good news. (laughs) That that is good news. You you can't take a guy that's doing some damage like Tyrone Taylor is right now. Craig Council would have to have his head examined to take him. (laughs) Now, he he might get a day off. Because he yeah. has been playing every day. So he, he might be given a breather soon. But they may just take him off his legs and, and use him as a DH. But you okay. lose that glove a little bit. He's a plus defender. But I, I agree with you. And, and, and again, this, this comes down to, you're right, Hunter Renfro is, is, is hurt. So that, that reconfigures this lineup. And Lorenzo Cain is involved here as well. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're, Tyrone Taylor took his job. It's really what we're seeing right now. Absolutely. Do you think that Keston Hero will eventually take Andrew McCutcheon's job as DH when all the guys get back? No, uh, probably not because that's just McCutcheon was was signed to be the DH. And I just wonder how many games he'll play in the outfield. He's played in, what, two or three maybe? Yeah, not many. Okay. Maybe, Maybe down the line, August, September, if this pennant race is super hot, I mean, it uh, it could happen, I guess. It depends yeah. on what's going on, but a lot a lot can happen uh, up until then. Hey, thanks for the call. All right. Hey, have a good day, weekend. Happy All Memorial right, Ryan, Day. All right, Yeah, yeah, Ryan. You too. Have have a good weekend. Chicago. That's where we're headed. Jim. Speaking of which, I'll be on the score uh, Sunday morning on their hit and run with um, with Matt Spiegel. I'm looking forward to that. Should I be as rough on the Cubs Please. as I am on this radio Please. station? Should I do it on the score on Please. Sunday? Yeah, I, I don't see why not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. come on. What, hey, what time is that going to be going down? Uh, 10.45-ish on Sunday morning. All right, I'm going to mark that. Are you guys- you think you're going to be taking any calls there? Because I could like covertly call in. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't think so, Jim. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a pot shot at the Cubs just at least one time in that conversation. What I want to bring up in that conversation, I want to bring up uh, the little brother comment, and and I, and I just might, I just might say, hey, your your Cub team there, Speaks down there in Chicago, it's nice to have a little brother to play scrimmage games against. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You you got to go with that. I mean, come on, come on. Who are we? Well, kidding, they did you know? it to us. I I had a guy on from the score a couple of years ago that said, "Hey, we look at the Brewers like a little brother." Yeah, I would agree. You know, it's like you know, payback is worth it. That's that's, that's what right. It's all about. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll have some fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, you know, bummer of a night. You know, we were. I was watching the game on delay. I, you know, I, I, I like to fast forward to when the Brewers are up the bat, watch mm-hmm. the inning, 
we got to the, I think it was the third or the fourth, bases loaded, and we couldn't play anybody. You know, it, it's, it's a bummer, but you know what? All we really need to do, take one of the next two, and we'll be okay, you know, because yeah. then, then they roll into Chicago, and my goodness, if we can't beat the Cubs, well, good Lord, you know, that, that's, Shoot, the Reds beat them twenty to five the other day. For crying yeah, out they out. did that. That third inning, Jim, you you were talking about that. You could people can say what they want about momentum. Isn't that funny? How you know you see it a lot more prevalent in football and basketball. Basketball teams get on a run, and before you know it, it's a twelve-two run. Uh, football, it happens where one turnover and just lets a team get back in the game. They score a touchdown, then it's a three and out, and they get a 40-yard touchdown, and boom, before you know it. Baseball, it's a little more weird on that, but if you look at that third inning you referred to, bases loaded, one out, McCutcheon fighting, 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 eight-pitch at bat, he's fouling off, ultimately ends up hitting into an inning-ending double play, and once you know it, just a few batters later, bottom half of that same inning, a two-run homer by the Cardinals, and it's two-zip, just like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know the, the the Yelly talk. Here's the thing, you know I think I think Milwaukeeans have grown to love Yelly. He's a great dude, and he's a Milwaukee Brewer. You know, and uh, people are fighting with this idea because the, the typical Milwaukee response is you're getting all this money, so you should be doing this mm-hmm. or that, right? And I think that's kind of where where everybody's at. He's a great dude. I think he's going to come back. I, you know, I, I agree. I think. I think it was like the knee injury did something to him, and, and and we're still waiting for him to overcome that. I think you, I think you're right, and I didn't buy it at first. I was very protective of Christian Yelich and say, no, it's a knee injury. He'll get through this, but maybe there's something to that. I'm starting to uh, waver a little bit on that, Jim. Jim, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Thanks for the call. I think you're right. When at least one of the next two. And you get out of there with a split after winning a series in San Diego, then get into Chicago. This gives a little different outlook on this eleven-game road trip. Hey that's Tim, for sure. when you go to Chicago or when you uh, are on that call on uh, mm-hmm. Sunday, you know I have one thing that really, really irritates Cub fans. Right field, playable. Roxton, game over, division over. The Brewers are champions of the Central. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That irritates them big time. Oh, I bet I bet it does. And and you know they're in a different phase of their organization, and you know there's there's some uh, validity to that. But you know again, as as uh, as pompous as some of the not only the broadcasters but the fans were, I got to take one little shot on Sunday. I, I think I do. And it'll be fun, though. I'm, I'm not going to stir up any trouble. But, okay, uh, there was trouble for Brandon Woodruff and uh, possibly Craig Council. Let's get to the bottom of that. Hopefully uh, he'll address that, among other things, as the Brewers fall 4-2, game two of the four-game set. Let's hear from Craig Council. Can you give us on Brandon right now? Yeah, I mean, it's um, right ankle inflammation. Um, he just had, he had some... Um, some pain in his ankle on each pitch. Um, not really, not you know that that's what it is. Not ruling him out for his next start. Um, he obviously was, he was throwing the ball really well, um, but uh, the, there was kind of significant pain in that in in each pitch. So we we got him out of there and 
We will, um, you know, see how he responds to treatment uh, the next couple of days. Did it, did it sound like it was something that happened on a particular no. pitch or just came over the course of time? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, what, what did, other than the, you know, one fastball to Goldschmidt, what did you think of how he threw the ball? Oh, I, th I thought he was throwing the ball great. I really did. I mean, the velocity was good. The, the two off-speed pitches, the breaking ball and the, or the curveball and the slider were good. Um, I, I thought he, I, he was, you know, very kind of, a, you could tell he was very encouraged by how he was throwing the ball. Um, so I, I thought he was excellent. Um, so you know, so it was a little that was frustrating um, because I think I think he was throwing the ball great. In the circumstances to get Perdomo in there, he pitched two pretty good innings for you, then didn't he? After that? yeah, he's he's doing a great job. He's he's pitching very very well. The third inning offensively uh, was was frustrating for you guys. Clearly, um, you know, get the bases loaded and one out there, cut hits one really hard, but just right at Aaron. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Hudson's a ground ball pitcher, and he, he we we hit a hard ground ball. Unfortunately, we hit it at somebody. In that um, the, the bottom of that inning, there the, the play to Colton. Did, did, did you think that that was a play that should have been made, or that he that um, typically he will? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's the, you know, that's the sh the the shift play. You know, we got him positioned pretty far up the middle, and that's that's the t that's it's the tough play where you're going back in on the other side of the base. Um, really good runner, um, so it's you know it's it's tough play all around, and, and we just didn't make it. So you get the, the multiple innings from both Louie and, yeah. and Brent. I mean, that sets you up pretty well for tomorrow as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, look, I think, you know, as you see in the last, the first basically four games of the road trip, um, we, we relied on, um, you know, some guys often. So uh, we had a bunch of guys down tonight, need, needed to get them a day. Um, Louis has been outstanding um, in kind of the innings that he's delivered, just the the, the outs that he's gotten. Um, so we're you know it it you know to only have to use two relievers after you after you lose your starter after four is uh, important, um, and that, that's that that's the carryover effect, not just to tomorrow, but a couple days down the road. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South Twenty Seventh Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network, now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Well, uh, no follow-up question. It looked like uh, Brandon Woodruff had an issue with coming out of that game, Craig. Did he want to come out, or was he upset about the injury? Feel free to call us, 799-1250, Craig. You, you can let us – you can <laughs> fill us in on – I'm curious about that. I mean, that, that – I mean – Craig would have handled that question. I'm not getting on the media. I'm, I'm just saying what, what I'd have done. Yeah. Is, uh, That's a man, fair question. I wish I, and I wish I was there. I, you know, I got to be here and, and do this. I wish I was there. And, and I would have said, hey, I thought it was pretty fair to say, hey, with, with Woody, you know, the way it looked to us is that, you know, he was, he was kind of lobbying to stay in almost a little bit more on the negative side. Was he upset about the injury or was he upset about you pulling him? I don't know. We, well, maybe we'll get some quotes from uh, Brandon Woodruff. 
on the way in just just a little bit. Five o'clock steakhouse sponsors our call of the game, and the call of the game when we, we almost didn't have one. Okay, we we almost had to go back to yesterday. I was going to use Christian Yelich's uh, RBI base hit in the second inning to give the Brewers a three-two lead. Turned out to be a pretty big hit. Was it clutch time? Yeah, I don't know. We can debate that. But uh, we finally got one tonight. It was a little on the late side on Valley Sports, Wisconsin. A man aboard for Keston Hira. And Hira gets into one to straightaway center. Back is Bader on the warning track. And Hira has gone deep. A two-run shot for Keston Hira. There you go, Keston. And uh, that gave the Brewers a a two-run deficit. Cut that lead in half, but... Couldn't get another base runner aboard to get that tying run to the plate, and there's your final four, two. If you want to jump in here, seven nine nine twelve fifty as the Brewers drop game two of this four-game set. Now the eleven-game road trip, just about halfway through, they sit with a three and two mark, and I think a lot of folks are okay with that. That's why it sets up a pretty big game for tomorrow. We'll talk more after the break here on the Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. Welcome back. We're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff in just a couple of minutes here, so stick around for that. Brewers fall 4-2 tonight. They'll be better days. I understand that. Uh, They were getting shut out 4-zip until late. Keston Hira, a two-run home run. And how about Tyrone Taylor? Just keeps keeping on. You can't – I think I made reference to this with one of our callers tonight that uh, I I think uh, there's just no way you can remove – Tyrone Taylor from this lineup, right? I mean, he's he's the hottest hitter on this baseball team right now, and uh, I, I'm I'm pretty impressed so far. And you talk about taking advantage of the opportunities that are in front of you. Tyrone Taylor is doing just that right now. Now, will he cool off? Probably. That's the ebb and flow of a baseball season. Um, but my goodness. You feel pretty confident with Tyrone Taylor and a lot of action around him, so that that's cool. Uh, but, we, again, as I said, we'll get to Woody in just a second. I wanted to get to a, a couple of news and notes here. Um, 
just flying under the radar a little bit. And I don't, I don't think it, it, it's earth-shattering news or headline news, but just recently here, the last couple of days, Adrian Hauser, uh, it was announced that uh, he lost his arbitration hearing. He was shooting for $3 million and was awarded $2.425 million. And this is, has always struck me as weird when it goes to arbitration cases. I know it's a lot of money, 300000 500000 600000 difference. is a lot of money, right, to you and me? Of course. But to them? That's not a lot. It's really not a lot to meet in the middle on something like that. You know, again, he wants $3 million. Brewers only wanted to pay him two two point whatever, and and just meet in the middle. The difference is maybe two hundred seventy five thousand on each side. I'll give a little, get a little. Everyone's happy, right? No, nah, it just doesn't. It doesn't work like that. I understand the uh, the 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 millions, the three or four or five million dollar differences. Yeah, I mean that's something that's worth you know going into arbitration for. But you know, in this case, it's in these types of cases. Uh, and it's been lesser money than this, the separation of what the team has offered, what the player has wanted. It's been less than this before. And and really, over the years, I've always been puzzled by, can't they just meet in the middle a little bit on this? I mean, you're so drawn the line in the sand that you can't you know, give a little bit. I don't know. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Sometimes it can... I mean, the the whole arbitration system, I think, is flawed in a way, and here's why. Because it makes sense that, you know, it's almost like the organization has to point out flaws about their own player. Here's why we don't want to pay him what he's asking for. And I don't. no one's going to like those types of negotiations. I know they say it's all a, a part of the a business world of baseball, but they're also human beings, too, and they get their ires up a little bit. And so I think I think in the future, you may see uh, a change in in the arbitration process as a whole. I, I don't I have the answers to try. I'm not that intelligent to try and figure out what the proper way to go about it is. But you know, I don't want an organization ever, you know, slamming and, and bashing their own player because they want to pay them a couple hundred thousand dollars less. And that's all this was: a few hundred thousand dollars. It's really Tim. You're right. It's really nothing relative to what what kind of scratch they deal with. Isn't it like a ticket stub? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll leave that there. I'll leave. Yeah. Let me push that. Out. I'll leave it's, that there. Well, it's it's like a section <laughs> yeah. of one game of a one sixty two. It's maybe half a section. I don't know. Uh, es finally before we get to Woody, ESPN power rankings didn't get to this uh, earlier in the year earlier in the week, uh, there's a little subtitle in this one off ESPN.com, Are the Brewers for Real? So that, they're, they're starting to get a little play. Eric Lauer, Brent Suter, both on MLB Network throughout the day today. They were talking a lot of Brewers today. So the latest power rankings, now this is according to, again, ESPN, not the USA Today. One, the L.A. Dodgers. Two, the Yankees. Houston Astros come in at three. New York Mets in at four and five. The Padres. Brewers check in at number six. And by the way, they came in with the third best record uh, in baseball. The Brewers did. Coming into tonight's game. 
one game, one win, I should say, behind the Dodgers' win total coming into tonight's play. That's huge, guys. It's it's huge. And, uh, you know, it's flying under the radar here a little bit right now. But you wait. You wait until August and September where these expanded playoffs and a buy situation comes into play. We're going to be going crazy at that time. It's just another way to elevate the pennant races. It is. I, I love it. I really do. But here's what they say about the Brewers ranked sixth in ESPN's power ranking right on pace here uh, with injuries. The news on uh, Freddie Peralta's injury doesn't sound good. And all of a sudden, Milwaukee looks a little more vulnerable on the mound. Okay, now we get to right on point here. Peralta out with a shoulder strain. While fellow all-star Brandon Woodruff is still searching for some rhythm, although he may have found some in his last start over the Nationals over the weekend. He gave up just one run on five hits with no walks. His last two outings have been promising. Colton Wong had a rough week at the plate, going one for 19 over a six-game span. So rounding out the top ten, Angels come in at seven, Rays at eight, Twins are up to nine, and the St. Louis Cardinals have been pointing this out all season long on both these power rankings, both USA Today's and ESPN's. Cardinals just aren't going to go away for you. They're they're just not. It doesn't seem like they are, at least at this point, but in my estimation, they're not going away. They've been hanging, hovering around that 9, 10, 11, 12 mark on both these rankings all season long. And it's going to be a fun summer. Uh, for the uh, Brewers and Cardinals race in in the Central. All right, now let's get to uh, Brandon Woodruff, who spoke uh, briefly after this loss. Uh, I guess a gradual thing. I just felt some discomfort in the fourth a little bit, last few hitters. And then um, I think once I came in and sat down um, and and then went back out for the one with pitches in the fifth, I was just kind of stiff. So um, it was in the ankle, and every time I would – um, sit into my leg and, and then try to drag. I just couldn't, it didn't feel great. So um, I think it's one of those things that was pretty kind of kind of disheartening because I felt like I finally found my stuff today. And then um, then this kind of just happened. But I, I think it's it'll be, I think it'll be fine. I think if I would have kept going, I think it would have got a lot worse. So um, I didn't want to come out. I, I tried to lobby and try to stay in, but um, it just it it wouldn't have made any sense to sure. kind of stay in. So um, I'll come in tomorrow, reassess it, and kind of go from there. But I don't think it's going to be anything that's going to be anything of missing time or anything like that. So Brandon, is this something you felt at all, like in your throwing program or leading up to the week? Even Never. In your bullpen? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. So, it just, so it just popped up, and that's what is frustrating because I had never dealt with anything like it and it just kind of popped up so that's kind of um yeah it didn't feel anything in throwing program nothing leading up to to today so today was probably the best my body had felt mm-hmm. to be honest and then this happened so yeah sometimes you can get away with a with a 97 mile an hour sinker over the plate but with a guy like goldschmidt the way he's been hitting it's just it's tough yeah he um there, i he he laid off a couple sliders there and then um I think the first pitch in that at bat, I got in the fastball by him, but that one that he hit out just kind of ran back a little bit more middle, and um, he just he's hot as a pistol right now. Yeah. You know, I knew that, so um, 
I mean, it's kind of the hindsight thing where you, you know, yeah, you hit that pitch out, but if I, I think if I put it in a good spot, maybe he does something else. I don't know. So um, you just kind of got to roll with it. But I, just, I felt like I had some some good stuff, and he just made me pay for a mistake, which that's what good hitters do. So, um, but other than that, everything was was pretty sharp. Well, we got a little clarity there from Brandon Woodruff about not only the injury, about but about him not wanting to come out of the game. And uh, more of a heat of the moment type of uh, conversation, let's say, between him and Craig Council. So, you know, that's where we're at with that. Got our answers uh, to the questions we had. For the most part, Tim, right? Yep. I mean, Look we how kind easy of figured was. if there was a, a thing, then mm-hmm. it just blow over, cooler heads prevail, that's probably the right thing to do, err on the side of caution, the whole deal. Didn't look like that, though. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it didn't. And you wouldn't want it any other way. A competitor like, like Brandon Woodruff is going to want to stay in that ball game for as long as he can. But uh, it doesn't sound like a significant injury. But you never know, and we'll, uh, we'll take that day by day. But hopefully he can make his next start. We'll take a break here, come back, and take a look at the uh, matchup for game three of this four-game set. Was, this would be a big one. I mean, you you win this game three, it sets you up for a three games to one series victory. Uh, Lay it all out there, Brewers, tomorrow. We'll check the matchups next here on The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. And let's do that. It's game three of this four-game set. And, again, you talk about a big game. This is a big game. You can, uh, you can decide for yourself if it's May and it's not a big game. But and just being a fan of this team and walking through the season and the stories that are written, this, to me, is a big game. I mean, it just is to me. Some people, again, as I said, they don't think so. You win this game. Sets you up not with house money because I'm, I'm not a, a big fan of this house money thing. Uh, not in pro sports. You, you don't play with house money. You just put the hammer down is what you do. You, you don't say, well, if we, you know, you win this game, at least you got a split and then you can lose on Sunday. No, I don't. I don't see it that way. But it would put him in the driver's seat to take the series. And that is what you want. And the old adage of, you know, play around 500 on the road and uh, you know, and do some damage at home, and, and you're going to be just fine. I, I'm not, you know, that there's some some sense to that, but you know, in the moment here, you don't want to think that way. You just want to go, hey, let's set ourselves up here. Let's let's put the hammer down now and set ourselves up for Sunday's uh, series finale. But uh, let's check the matchups here. It is a, uh, let's see, tomorrow a 1-15 first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street, Tim. Yeah, we have Adrian Hauser going up for the Brewers. He's 3-4 and four with a 2.98 ERA. Going up against Matthew Liberator, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He is 0-0, zero zero, making a second start with a 7.71 ERA. And get out in front in this game, I think, is key. Let Hauser settle in. And Hauser's key is to 
settle in as quickly as possible. He he has uh, been somewhat synonymous with uh, Freddie Peralta at times, and that is a little sketchy. Pitch count rises early on, then they settle down. Hauser has has been known to do that. If he can have a quick, efficient first, I don't know, six or eight batters, this that would go a long way for Adrian's performance. Keep that pitch count down. Bullpen's in good shape, really good shape, with what Luis Perdomo and Brent Suter did tonight. So they've got the uh, the arms to do it tomorrow. Do they have the bats? We're going to find out. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you tomorrow after the last pitch as you make the switch. For Tim Shea, my name is Tim Allen. Have a great Friday night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. And smile, Milwaukee. Despite the uh, despite the outcome, the world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.